0: the award-winning Your Financial Editor program on 930 WFMD. News from the worlds of business and finance with your financial editor, Chris Murray.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Your Financial Editor program right here on Free Talk Radio 930, WFMD at WFMD.com and as a podcast. Just go to Apple Podcasts. I am Chris Murray, your host. Thanks so much for being with us today. Appreciate it. Hope your weekend's going well um, and uh, a good program laid out for you. Some interesting top stories. Uh, We have a little bit of economic data uh, from this week that we want to touch on. Some interesting statistics. And um, when are these companies going to learn? that you need to get out of politics and the social justice and all of the other nonsense that 95% plus of of America doesn't want you involved in. I'm talking to Target, to Bud Light, to Nike, and others. They just don't get it. So we're going to talk in particular, the latest, of course, has been um, Bud Light and Target. We'll talk about the not only the the destruction of their store traffic or purchasing their product, but also just devastating uh, their shareholders and losing market share. So, um, look, you you get into this, and some of them had doubled down. I'm, I'm going to tell you about it in just a little bit. They just don't understand. They have deaf ears. Um, And we're going to talk about that and just what the current state is. I am so glad to say we've been talking about it for well over 10 years, maybe over 15 years, about how these companies um, and these uh, these um, board of directors and CEOs, the C-suite people, the ridiculous people in marketing and in uh, H.R., uh, they just they must literally live in a bubble. And we're going to talk about that, like I said, in in detail in just a little bit. Something this week that was really at the forefront was cryptocurrency and digital currency and the platforms in which they operate on. We saw U.S. regulators sue Binance and their CEO, the last name is uh, Zoe, on Monday for allegedly operating a web of deception, is how the SEC put it, piling further pressure on the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchange, again, Binance, and um, really just sending them into a tailspin. So the Securities and Exchange Commission, the uh, complaint listed 13 charges against Binance and the CEO, Um, they're saying that Binance artificially inflated its trading volumes, it diverted customer funds, as well as failed to restrict U.S. customers from its platform and misled investors about its market surveillance controls. True? I don't know. False? I really don't know. We'll have to wait and see how things pan out. Um, with these allegations and with the defense that we understand is coming from Binance and their CEO. I mean, this guy's a billionaire. He founded the company. I'm talking about Zoe. Um, but the SEC is saying that um, Binance secretly controlled customers' assets, allowing them to co and divert investor funds, quote, as they please, unquote. Binance said, look, we intend to defend our platform um, because, you you know, Binance is not a U.S. exchange and the SEC's action are limited in reach, which, again, I'm not sure if that's true or not. We're going to we're going to find out. Um, But you are talking, as I mentioned, about the world's largest cryptocurrency um, platform exchange, if you will. So then what do we see? Well, right after that, the SEC sued another cryptocurrency platform, one of the largest in the world, Coinbase. And basically, the lawsuit is saying they've been operating their crypto platform without registration, violating federal laws, saying that Coinbase uh, Coinbase, uh, never... Registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission as a broker, National Securities Exchange, or a clearing agency. And that allowed them to evade the disclosure uh, regimen that Congress has established for the securities markets. So what did I say years ago? People ask you about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, you know, whoever, uh, or the other you know, Doggy coin, whatever, all these other cryptocurrencies and digital currencies out there. It's the wild, wild west for the novice, the retail people. Unless you're really educated, then I, I'm sorry if i I don't want to make it sound like you're not smart, you don't know what you're doing. But the bulk of people that ask about crypto don't understand it. They really don't understand it. And I'm great. You know, I know somebody that is all in on crypto, not all in, but, you know, is involved in webinars and he is continuing to buy. And the people on the webinars are telling him, you know, just keep plowing money into these these digital currencies. Fine. I mean, he understands the risk. He bought it um, when it was high Bitcoin and uh, it got demolished. But he's he's a grown man. He understands a risk, and he's decided to continue to to invest uh, in addition uh, with additional monies into that space. Fine, but I'll go back to for the the most of the people you talk to don't really when you say Bitcoin, digital currency, cryptocurrency, they don't know what they, they have no idea what that means. Um, and because of that, they're fearful of it. Because, you know, if 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 we're ignorant to something, that creates fear and unease. So it makes total sense that they feel that way. Um, but you're talking about, like I said, these two big lawsuits from this administration. First Binance, then Coinbase. They're saying that um, while Coinbase has earned billions of dollars in revenues... By uh, among other things, collecting transaction fees from investors uh, that Coinbase has deprived of the disclosures and protections that um, expose these people to significant risk. Is that true? I, again, I don't know. I, I don't. You know, I I never I've never done anything on Coinbase. I have no idea. But this is what they're being accused of by this administration. Um. The SEC is also asking the court to hand over money described as ill-gotten gains to who? Well, of course, to the government, as well as pay additional penalties for the alleged violations of the law. All right. So this was one day, like I said, after Binance. Then you have Coinbase being um, sued. Then you have Janet Yellen. The Treasury Secretary, you know, again, just a recycled bureaucrat, um, saying the day after that on Wednesday. So Monday, Binance, Tuesday, Coinbase, Wednesday, Janet Yellen is saying she supports regulatory oversight of cryptocurrency. And why? Well, according to her quote, I see some holes in the system where additional regulation would be appropriate. And we would like to work with Congress to see additional legislation passed. That's what uh, Yellen said during an interview. Look, you have to wonder why, why, all, why this all of a sudden? I mean, I understand Sam bankman Freed and the the you know that catastrophic failure, and of course, you know you do have to go back. And remember that. 90-some percent of his political contributions went to uh, Democrats. I mean, there's still video out there of uh, Maxine Waters blowing him a kiss. I mean, this guy was jacking up all kinds of politicians with his money, and then we come to find out that he's a crook, and he was stealing and misusing funds. Um I don't know if everybody gave the money back or not. And you know me. I don't care what your stripe is. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. If you got money from that guy, you better give it back so that the uh, people that are trying to claw back that money for investors who were duped get it. You know, your gain shouldn't be their loss. But like I said, you have to wonder. You've got Janet Yellen saying all this, you know, we I see a whole look. She didn't see inflation coming from a mile away. Now, all of a sudden, she sees holes in cryptocurrency, right? She didn't see inflation. She, saw, she said it was transitory, but now she sees all the problems with digital currency, and she wants to get the government involved, which, again, I don't know. Should they be involved more or less? We'll, we'll see. But when it comes out of these people's mouths... You know, when it comes from the, the leaders of the SEC who are appointed, uh, from Yellen who was appointed, you have to wonder. And you know what you really have to wonder about? Is it because the government doesn't want any competition in the digital currency space? So I told you, back in November, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York was doing testing with Citigroup and other major banks with a central bank Ie the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States a central bank digital currency and of course you've got people running around like their hairs on fire saying how dangerous this is and you know right you or excuse me you know what they're right they are right. Do you want the government to have a digital footprint of every financial transaction you do? I mean, you talk about scary. That's scary. Do you want the government to have control over your account being opened or closed or underfunded? You know, make up all the scenarios in your mind. A central bank digital currency will be the end of your personal freedom. If they don't like where you're spending money, how are they going to react? We saw what happened with the virus, with the overstep, um, forcing medicine, forcing um, lockdowns. It goes on and on. So this is just an extension of that. But I just, again, I have to say it is hilarious that Janet Yellen is is saying that she sees holes. No credibility at the Treasury Department whatsoever. Um, So anyway, that was really, like I said, a really, really crazy week when it came to um, what was going on top story-wise In cryptocurrency, digital currency exchanges that they operate on and whatnot. So, um, just wanted to share that with you. A couple other things I want to get to uh, in in just a minute. But um, before that, squeeze in a quick break. We come back. We've got some more top stories, including another company that's worth multiple billions of dollars that Elon Musk um, is in control of. So... um, I'll tell you what that company is. Again, scary stuff, but you need to know more. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it uh, again on the other side.
2: It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place
1: except you and me. So set them
2: up, Joe.
0: at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 joy. That's 4 joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Free talk you just can't ignore. 930 WFMD.
1: Welcome back. This is Chris Murray, your financial editor on Free Talk Radio 930 WFMD at WFMD.com. And as a podcast, just go to Apple Podcasts. You can grab it there. Thanks, thanks so much for being with us uh, today. Appreciate it. And, um, you know, I talked about some more top stories. Uh, one, we're continuing to see um, these layoffs Another uh, tech company, and it's not just technology, but they're the, the the one that really seems to to rise to the top as far as the amount of companies and the amount of job eliminations that are being announced. Spotify said on Monday that they were cutting another 200 jobs from their podcast unit. It's a second uh, round of layoffs that we've seen this year. So the move affects about 2% of the music streaming uh workforce and um they say you know again when you look and you talk to people uh experts and those well-versed um with these layoffs this past uh well this year in particular but really the last 12 months that it's putting them in line with uh, the bigger names like meta uh parent company of uh, facebook uh, roku and others because um Th- these management teams just don't know what's going to happen with uh, with the economy. You've got these rising interest rates. You've got high inflation, of course, that we've had for a long time. And that means that businesses have been dialing back their spending on ads. And if you're Spotify or Facebook or fill in the blank, um, that impacts you because there goes a lot of your ad revenue. So... Um, that's uh that, that's why another reason why we're seeing these layoffs so I mentioned um, uh, about Elon Musk um, very successful guy unbelievably successful actually the world's richest man um, at least on on paper and what we know about I probably can put Putin and some other of these um, nation leaders up above them because of um, what they control they just don't tell you but anyway um, he has as I mentioned in the past, a brain implant company called Neuralink. And now Neuralink is worth over $5 billion uh, based on privately executed stock trades. That was something that I saw from Reuters uh, reporting this week. So Neuralink, it was founded just back in 2016, Um, They've really been doing well with their fundraising. Uh, They experienced an influx of new investors since uh, May 25th, because recently on that date, there was an announcement from U.S. regulators approving a human trial on its brain chip. So um, Neuralink's Brain Machine Interface, ...develops solutions for victims of paralysis. Thank the good Lord. What a wonderful thing. I can't imagine how happy and how optimistic now so many people are that suffer from any form of paralysis. We've seen other technologies, robotic technologies, um, and and a lot of um, advancement in that area... But this is something, again, that could just be a game changer. And, you know, people think it's going to be years before the company will receive clearance for commercial use. But um, anybody it can help for that reason, I think it's wonderful. Wonderful. Now, the other side of it, run. Because the other side of it, along with other artificial intelligence, is this transhumanism, which means there's a connection between you and technology. A lot of that is because of the speculation that the elitist, and uh, really just those who are godless, um, don't believe in God, i.e. Bill Gates... Uh, don't believe in God and want to try to figure out a way to live forever, even though obviously they're not going to be able to live forever. If they're hooked to a machine that's, uh, and I don't know what, would you be on a ventilator um, and have uh, food sources being pumped into you? And then your brain hooked up to the computer so that supposedly you could go on living. I, I, I don't understand what they're, they're thinking it's, beyond my pay grade and to tell you the truth I don't want to know. I just said a minute ago run. I mean that. This we've been talking about this for quite some time. This is a very scary and in my opinion sacred area. Um you've got the Okay, so that I'm going to stop there on that as far as just think about people that don't believe in God, don't believe they have a spirit that's going to either live in heaven or hell. They just want to be able to live forever somehow. Think about that. That's the elitist. That's, like I said, that's the Bill Gates guy that says, I don't have time for religion. I can do a lot more on Sunday. He said, I can do a lot more on Sunday mornings with my time than go to church. All right. But these are the people... And I think Musk is in this camp, too. You know, these are the people behind these things. You can talk about Tesla. You can talk about SpaceX, his boring company. Neuralink is the danger. I mean, you already have the Agricultural Department investigating Neuralink for potential animal welfare violations. Also, the Transportation Department is separately probing whether the company illegally transported dangerous pathogens on chips removed from monkey brains without proper containment measures. This is the kind of stuff that's going up and down the highway. This is for real. So very, very scary stuff. But $5 billion company, you need to be aware of it. We talked about it, like I said, some time ago. That's an update on it. Uh, You're not going to be caught off guard when you hear more about this going forward. Um, Also, thank goodness, because of some pressure, there's a venture capital firm called uh, Sequoia out on the West Coast. um, And uh, there's been a lot of concern and allegations that Sequoia, who is managing about $56 billion, is... uh, in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, and actually, that even though they're here in the United States as a venture uh, ca- uh, venture capitalist firm, they're they don't they're maybe selling us out. Fifty six billion dollars that's a serious serious fund, right? So they're under a lot of scrutiny about those ties with the Chinese and the Chinese Communist Party. And they've been, uh, the light's been put on them. So now what they're saying is they're going to split off their Chinese and Indian Southeast Asian businesses into two different firms. They got caught. People are watching very, very closely. They're tainted. Again, people are starting to look at their political contributions. Where does their allegiance really lie? Is it with America? Or they like so many others that have sold their souls and um, they don't care about this country, how it was founded, the success, the purpose that this country has, right? Especially if they're dealing with the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, they're just thugs, killers, whatever you want to call them. Um, So that's being watched, not by most people, I know, but me I'm keeping an eye on it. It's important to know where your money goes. So, we're going to talk in a little bit about, you know, Target and Bud Light as I mentioned at the top of the show, but look, just think if you're invested in these companies, you're giving them your hard-earned money to do the exact opposite of what your heart and soul tells you to do and how to lead your life. How upside down is that? So we're going to talk about Sequoia, and we're going to talk about all the other ones. Again, even if it's just a little piece in the back of your mind, you're going to know. Whereas all the people that you're around probably don't know. Um, The last thing I'll, I'll mention real quick before the news break, the Biden administration has asked a federal judge to toss out a lawsuit That is being uh, forged by about two dozen states here in America to strike down that rule for allowing socially conscious investing through these employee retirement plans. So they're forcing you to be involved in the environmental, social uh, and corporate governance, the ESG garbage and, again, whether you want to be part of that or not, they're using your money. This is a coalition, uh, excuse me, a coalition of about 25 states. It's being led by Utah and Texas. Uh, and we talked about it back in January when it first hit the uh, my desk. But um, this is not what people need to be exposed to. They're being forced to invest in this ESG, which is a false narrative. Um, and... That money is going places they don't want it to go, so many people. And number two, I've talked about the studies that have been done. They don't perform as well. They actually underperform what they're supposed to be doing. So um, it's terrible. Unfortunately, you know, with Biden and and everybody in in his camp, they're pushing this. They're forcing it. That tells you something right there, because obviously people want to make their own choices. Uh, They want to um, make sure their money is not uh, being used in any dirty way uh, based on the way they live their lifestyle, especially. So um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, it's going to be difficult, but uh, hopefully these state's attorney generals and everybody with them, is they, they'll prevail. That's, uh, that's my hope and prayer. Back in a minute. There is no ocean that can't be parted. There is no mountain that can't be moved. I know there's help for the heavy-hearted. The weak will find their strength. We nude,
0: you just got ahead. This is 930 WFMD and
2: WFMD.com. Now. WFMD News. Frederick County has been ordered to release the bulk of the documents connected with the Sugarloaf Treasured Landscape Management Plan that were requested by the Sugarloaf Alliance. The order came on Thursday signed by Circuit Court Judge Robert Greenberg. In a statement, the Sugarloaf Alliance says that 125 records related to the plan will be made public. There are 13 records being withheld on the basis of attorney client privilege and confidential commercial information. They will be reviewed by Judge Greenberg, who's expected to release a decision on August 17th. The Sugarloaf Alliance says it filed suit against the county in June 2022 under the Maryland Public Information Act. It says while the Sugarloaf plan was being crafted, certain unexplained changes to the text and boundaries were made outside of the public process. The Red Cross is looking for blood donors this summer. Spokeswoman for the National Capital and Greater Chesapeake Region, Ashley Hennion, says they need consistent participants. Right
0: now the supply is healthy. It's in a healthy level. We do have enough blood to keep up with hospital demand, but we want to keep it that way. And that's why it's so important that people come out and donate blood, not just once, but every time they're eligible.
2: Hennion said the summer season is when they lack the most blood supply because schools are out and many people are traveling. An agritourism work group has been formed in Frederick County. The work group will examine laws, regulations and programs related to the agritourism industry and make recommendations to promote agritourism according to a statement from the County Executive's office. A final report is expected to be issued to the County Executive and County Council no later than December 1st. I'm Kevin McManus on Mid-Maryland's Radio News Center 930 WFMD.
0: Politano. former President Donald Trump will speak for the first time since being indicted on 37 charges related to classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Trump denies the allegations. The weight of the federal government has been on President Trump's shoulders from before he was President Trump, since he announced that he was going to be a candidate and he's not a politician. And they hate that. So he, he's not demoralized, he's motivated. Trump attorney Alina Haba on Fox and Friends. Ted Kaczynski, better known as the Unabomber, has died at the age of 81. And Texas DPS officials installing an inflatable barrier in the Rio Grande to keep migrants from crossing.
1: We'll find ways to enhance our operations, and that's a clear example of what we're doing and how we're able to
2: actually step up and, and, and take over.
0: Lieutenant Chris Olivares on Cavuto Live. America's listening to Fox News. The 930 WFMD SkyScan Forecaster for Frederick and the surrounding counties. Pretty nice weekend forecast for this afternoon. Sunny high 85, partly cloudy tonight, low 60. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 91. Sunday night, look for a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, low 69. Monday, showers possibly a thunderstorm and a high near 80. Showers on Monday night, mainly before 8 p.m., low 58. PJ's Roofing, when it comes to your roof, they've got you covered. Visit PJsRoofing.com. I'm Jim Tice. 930 WFMT with a Fox Sports update from the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lohenkron. The Wall Street Journal reported today that PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan told PGA Tour employees that the PGA merged with the Live Tour this week because it could not financially afford to compete with the Live Tour's Saudi Arabia public investment fund. Monahan told the employees, quote, we cannot compete with a foreign government with unlimited money, unquote. The Wall Street Journal adding that Monahan also told the employees the PGA had already spent Fifty million dollars in live tour related legal fees and had dipped into its reserves to the tune of a hundred million dollars for increased purses and bonuses in game four of the nba finals friday night denver at miami 108 to 95 for a three games to one lead game five monday at denver baseball coming up 10 minutes from now the detroit tigers play host to the arizona diamondbacks It's your financial editor with Chris Murray on 930 WFMD.
1: Welcome back. This is Chris Murray, your financial editor on Free Talk Radio 930 WFMD at WFMD.com and as a podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts. You can grab it there. And um, I'll, I'll give you a couple pieces of uh, of information as far as the economy goes uh, before we jump into um, the, uh, the these companies that are getting decimated uh, because of their uh, just upside down, bass-ackwards Foolish stance and uh, false narrative that they continue to work on. One thing is we continue to see problems in the mortgage area. Mortgage demand, according to the Bankers, uh, Mortgage Bankers Association, was down again last week, down 1.4% from the previous week. So you had a little bit of decline in the mortgage rates, and they came down from that recent high, but you still saw total activity slip. For the fourth straight week, so uh, this is nothing new, but I was reading into the NBA's, uh, their report, and what the deputy chief economist had to say, um, just that purchase activity is constrained by reduced pers- uh, purchasing power because of these stupid higher interest rates, and um, And uh, also, demand for refinancing continued to fall last week, down uh, uh, another 1%, according to the survey, and down 42% year over year. I mean, that's a serious, serious drop. Uh, We also saw that our trade deficit swelled uh, the most in eight months in the month of April. We were upside down by $74.6 billion versus what was going out compared to what was coming in. So um, that's something that caught my attention. And then also, we saw initial jobless claims really pop last week. They went up all the way to 261,000, the highest level we've seen since October of 2021. Um, so people are really questioning and wondering what's going on with the jobs market. We had a stronger than expected May jobs report, but it also depends on how you were looking at that. Um, it's kind of a, a, a tale, uh, or two different tales, I guess, is a way of putting it. But, um, you know, people, um, people were looking at it, wondering, questioning, then you get this, um, uh initial jobless claims recently we had the fraud up in massachusetts um there's a lot of concern about the jobs market for sure so um, i'm going to squeeze another quick uh break in here and when we come back we're talking about bud light target and all the other companies that uh really are just uh recent epic failures game on Shower, steaming up the place Wipe off the mirror, shave my babe Celebrate Frederick presents the 2023 Summer Concert Series. This Sunday, 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the Baker Park Band Show. Enjoy ZZKC, a ZZ Top tribute band sponsored by Woodsboro Bank. All shows are free. In lieu of admission, bring a canned food donation to benefit the Frederick Food Bank. And don't forget cash for the weekly 50-50 raffle sponsored by Ryan Holmes. For more information, visit CelebrateFrederick.com.
0: Welcome to Hafer's Guns, your Your one-stop gun gun shop.
1: Hafer's is sure to have everything you need. Are you looking for ammo? From to... Hafer's has it. Looking for firearms? From... Pew, pew, to... (laughs) Hafer's has it. How about targets, magazines, AR parts, eyes and ears too? Hafer's has it. Hafer's Guns, 15411 National Pike in Hagerstown and 6541 Williamsport Pike, Falling Waters, West Virginia. And online at hafersguns.com.
0: Proud to be a part of Frederick County's 275th anniversary. 930 WFMD.
1: Welcome back. This is Chris Murray, your financial editor on Free Talk Radio 930 WFMD at WFMD.com. And as a podcast, just go to Apple Podcasts. You can grab it there. Uh, Thanks so much for being with us today. I mentioned we were going to jump into um, the subject of uh, these ridiculous companies that are um, signing on to these false narratives when it comes to... um, social justice and um, the uh, LGB alphabet soup, whatever that goes after that um, nonsense, Um, you you know, you name it, and you've got these companies that are all in, um, and it is costing them dearly. So, you know, it's funny. People always say... Uh, it, it kind of off the cuff. Hey, you know we need to look at the root causes of this stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna have a committee, or we're gonna form some type of a um, um, an oversight as to 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 really determine um, what's going on here. It's simple. I don't know why people uh, make make it more complicated than it is. Um, it's it's simple. Root causes. I mean, virus. The virus. China. The southern border. Drug cartels and other terrorists. The climate hoax, John Kerry, Al Gore, uh, you know, Obama, Biden, and all the other elitists who worship money and power. There's your, your root cause for that hoax. The whole transvestite cross dresser things, that's mental health candidates, right? Big pharma's behind that because they want to have more drugs to sell and inject in people, unfortunately, including puberty blockers and other terrible things for children. I mean, that's child abuse. And, of course, the doctors, the unethical doctors that perform those, uh, those surgeries and mutilate children. Weak parents, that's a root cause of, of that area. They want to be friends, not parents, not looking out for their children and their children's well-being and good health. The teachers that are out there that promoted the counselors, they're your root causes for that whole area. So people talk about root causes. I think it's pretty simple. Uh, They want to make it complicated and try to make people's hair hurt. Um, Thinking about it, you really don't have to. This perfect example of what's going on with Anheuser-Busch InBev, one of the largest beverage companies in the entire world, originally a stellar name representing Budweiser products. To the extent that I like to point out, almost like Harley-Davidson, the brand commitment is so deep that people get tattoos on their body. Think about that. I mean, I remember growing up seeing some adults that had Budweiser tattoos. (laughs) I didn't think it was the smartest thing, even as a little kid, but I remember seeing it. Bud Light is continuing to deal with the backlash from their former consumers after they saw another seven-day period of declining U.S. sales. This is real. For the week ending May 27th, according to Nielsen, Bud Light posted a 23.9% decrease in sales on a dollar basis compared to a year ago. I didn't say 2.9%. I said 23.9%. And just in the last four weeks, sales have fallen 24.5%. Just in the last four weeks. So you've got Anheuser-Busch, InBev, the parent company, trying to figure out this backlash. It started in early April when you've got this Dylan Mulvaney guy dressing up like a girl, acting like a girl, telling girls... um, how they should feel about March March Madness, just all the other nonsense, the the sickness, really. Um, and then I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I don't know, maybe even a month ago, who gets hurt out of all this the, the most? Yeah, so the girl that probably came out of college and was the um, in charge of this ad marketing and, and advertising at Bud Light. She lost her job, which she should have. Maybe I don't think she should have ever had it. But who in their right mind associates with this guy, Dylan Mulvaney, when it comes to Bud Light? I'll tell you, a girl who never sat down with her core customers to understand them and make sure she's relating to them. No, she wants to force this issue, you know. Again, this is a garbage that you probably learned in college. And then I've said for years and years, Madison Avenue advertising agencies up in New York City, that is Hollywood of the East Coast. They are so detached and just lack so much credibility. Almost every commercial you see now, you can read through it if you're paying attention. But they don't care. Like I said, they just want to force um, their viewpoint and what they think is normal on everybody in America. But the ones that get hurt, I got sidetracked there. Who is it? It's the distributors, right? The warehouses, the truck drivers. They're the ones getting punished. Now, they're out there busting their rump putting in a full day's work now more than a full day probably because they're trying to make up for this catastrophic marketing blunder and how then Bud Light just continued continued and continues to make bad step after bad step but these guys and girls who work hard who had no say in this and yet they're feeling the wrath of it are trying to tell their local communities, "Hey, it wasn't our fault. We're sorry." You know, and the consumer understands that, but it's the principle. It's so bad that Bud Light's Memorial Day rebate that they could offer customers in eligible states. You could get up to $15 back when you bought certain Bud Light or Budweiser products. This is serious. This is really serious because you know what? If this doesn't improve as we get closer to to July 4th, they're going to lose shelf space. These retailers are going to be forced to start reallocating who gets how much space so product can be moved, and they can make money. So there's the update. Bud Light continues to... Just bleed out when you're talking 23-plus percent weekly losses. Um, it's it, it continues. People are very, very upset. And Budweiser, it's not just going to be the firing of the CEO, I don't think. It's going to have to be something more. A a true commitment. Don't just pat people on the head and say, oh, we understand what you're saying. Don't worry. We'll take care of it and then get right back to business in the boardroom with, um, you know, this corruption and sickness in these areas. Target, their shareholders are getting crushed as well. Target has lost right around 13, 14 billion dollars because of their ridiculous pride merchandising uh, controversy. So, you know, Target I and mean, I've talked about this too for years. You know, I mean Target first made me angry when they wouldn't let the Salvation Army ring the bell at Christmas time. Who does that in America? Who does that? Right? But they're like, no, no, you're a Christian organization. You you can't be out there. So, you know, they made that big—and then, of course, their stupid um, other part of that explanation was, well, then we'll have to let everybody else—no, you don't. Why don't you go back and read some history? Why don't you go back and see who founded this country? Why don't you take out a dollar bill and take a look at it, and it says, "In God, we trust right there. Quit making these stupid, ridiculous, baseless excuses. Everybody's sick of it. They're not going to drink your beer. They're not going to come into your store. You know, when I talked about it originally, the sickness of um, Target with selling the chest binders for little girls. And the, uh, I guess I can say, modified underwear. I mean, this is just sick. Sick. So they've had nine straight days of stock losses. And you know what's hilarious? Now the gay community is against them as well because Target wouldn't reverse its... uh, So they cleared away some of the merchandise. They moved some of it. They were so bold that it was the first thing you saw when you walked into some of the stores. So, I mean, they deserve everything they get. They're, uh, of course, merchandising the uh, female-style swimsuit to men with this stupid tuck thing that they talked about. They've got clothing with slogans that say super queer. Um, Also, Target, apparently, the pride collection that they had or have has been linked to this certain designer, Eric Carnell, who was also an outspoken Satanist. There you go let's deal with and 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 get in business with a satanist. Isn't that just a great decision for Target? Who is on their board of directors? Who is in middle management that is standing by and watching this happen? I mean, this satanist, he's got messages like Satan respects pronouns. Well, I guess he does. He's the devil. I mean, that's exactly what he wants. So billions of dollars in stock price, billions of dollars in lost sales. Um, You know, like I mentioned, Bud Light, iconic uh, brand, and others too. Look, Levi Strauss. I talked a little bit about it a year or two ago when the CEO was forced out because she made some comments that um, she felt strongly about uh, in protecting her children Traditional comments, by the way, and she's a big liberal, but traditional common sense comments. She gets forced out. She wrote a book about it. Levi Strauss. I mean, come on. Starbucks. Right? They continue to, to, to try to double down on a lot of these uh, issues openly celebrating gender reassignment surgery. That was back on May 9th. You know this is this is beyond you know, concern. These are serious, serious problems. and um, the people, of course, that have these issues, like I said, the root cause is obviously they, they need to they need to talk to somebody. They need to try to get better. Um, and we need to care about them, have empathy, pray for them, right, so that they do get better. But in no way, shape, or form be confused because Target tells you that you should buy or that they, they shouldn't make available a bathing suit for a guy made like a woman's. And Bud Light, if you haven't learned Anheuser-Busch, if InBev, InBev over in Belgium, by the way. If you haven't learned your lesson, you never will, and you deserve absolutely everything you get, and we'll continue to follow all these issues like we have over the years. And look, here's the good news. As an investor, you don't have to be part of any of that. You don't have to be dirty and have your hard earned money supporting this garbage. There are options, full disclosure, we do it with biblically responsible investing so the companies are filtered to make sure if you're supposed to make a gadget, make the gadget. Stay out all the other stuff. I want all my money going toward making the best gadget you can make so that my investment goes up. Not that so you leak a lot of that money out the back back door because you're being extorted by a certain uh, group of people or whatever it might be, whether it's climate or LGB alphabet soup or any of that other stuff. So there are options available for you, um, and I'll tell you. I am so proud and so happy to be involved and exposed to that and to be able to help people. I I can't even explain it. So, all right, that does it for us. Uh, I will talk with you on the Morning News Express with Bob Miller and Ryan Hedrick. Those are live telephone conversations Monday through Friday, 5, 50 a.m. And then um, be back here next Saturday for another edition of the Your Financial Editor program. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is Chris Murray wishing you and your family financial Mm -hmm. success.